Hello, everybody, and welcome to Crying in My Bar. It is a podcast for drinkers here live at Barrel 239. Make some noise, everybody out there. Let them hear you. Oh, man, we are super excited to be here tonight. Uh, it is a whiskey tasting uh, at yes. Barrel 239. But before we get into that, let me just remind everybody, this is a podcast where we cry over my wallet, my women, and the general state of the world. <laughs> and we'll talk about a few things in between. And uh, my name is Mike Lee. I am your host tonight. Thank you guys so much for being here. And uh, Devin usually is my co-host, but tonight, for one night only, I welcome back to the show... <laughs> The illustrious, the beautiful, the talented, hashtag Hannah. Give her Thank a big you. round of applause, Gorgeous everybody. Gorgeous people, look at your faces. <laughs> <laughs> you look uh, good. Well, thank you for coming out, Hans. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, you're going to have to talk right into that thing because it is like super I mean, super, I yeah, guess sensitive. I do it part time. Yeah, you should, <laughs> you should know what you're doing. <laughs> um, all right, so we always like to start the uh, podcast off with a drink. Yes. And uh, tonight is no different, obviously. We have a little shot here, and I'd like to welcome a, a third guest, a second guest, a third guest, second guest, uh, <laughs> Alexis. Alexis, hi, and thank you. Just talk right into that microphone. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, Alexis, uh, you are with Old Camp, is that correct? I am. I and, am. And tonight, you guys are sponsoring the whiskey tasting. We are. And uh, you've got a couple of different versions to uh, for everybody to try. I do. Tonight, we have the original and the peach pecan. Okay. Step right into that microphone. There you go. Yeah, pecan? right. On. Peach pecan. Now, if I'm it's not delicious. if oh I'm not gosh. mistaken, before the show, Hannah and I actually tried the uh, the original. Yes. We had a shot of that. Super delicious. Super good. And now we're about to try the peach pecan. Oh my correct? god. Okay. Now before I didn't we do know that. before <laughs> <laughs> before we do, I just want to give Alexis a chance to tell us a little bit about Old Camp Whiskey yeah. and what it's all about. Yeah. So Old Camp Whiskey is the brainchild of Florida Georgia Line. For those of you that are familiar really? with that country yes. duo. Yes. So this is actually their whiskey. A little bit of Florida, a little bit of Georgia, kind of combined in one bottle. Nice. They wanted something that you could like drink around the campfire, tailgate, yeah. hang out with your friends, something affordable, something really good. So mm. originally they came out with the original. Uh-huh. Well, it's original. Of course. <laughs> and yeah. then and then later on came the peach pecan. And oh my so god. Did, when they brew the or distill I guess they don't brew it. They no, distill they distill it. it, yes. So when they distill it, do they just like throw peaches and pecans yeah, in there and say, Yeah, everything's naturally see what infused. Oh but the great thing about it is even if you have a peanut allergy or a nut allergy, you yeah. can still drink it. Oh really? You it can. Takes it's out for whatever. everyone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it takes out all of the It does. All the allergens are gone. So. Really? That's yes, you can still drink it, which cool. is kinda cool. That is actually kinda Cool. All right. Well, uh, cheers. Cheers. And, uh, cheers. Let's see, over the lips and through the gums, because look out, stomach, here it comes. Here we go. <laughs> let's see what this peach pecan tastes like. Here we go. Oh, my God. Oh my Isn't God. that delicious? That oh is actually God. fantastic. I just want to um, complain a little bit because your shot was bigger than mine, but well, it's fine. That's all you right. know what? I know who has the bottle and I can oh bring more. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> I mean, right. I'm happy now. Thank you. Bill. That is, uh, I'm not, and I'm not joking. I'm not just saying that because no, you it, gave us a shot. Really it's really good. Really oh, good. I'm glad you guys liked it. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, everybody, give please give Alexis a big round of applause. Uh, and Old Camp for coming out and uh, being part of this. Thank you, Alexis. No, thank you, guys. Thank you so and much. And we're not kidding. Like, anytime you have a lull in the tasting, just remember we're sitting over here and we'll have another. I mean, yeah, not I'll a big pour deal. it straight in your mouth out of the bottle Ooh. if you want me to. Oh, oh, yeah. So we have a good oh time God. tonight. Oh, we love that. Oh, yeah, baby. We love it anytime that we can get that. 
awesome. Oh, thanks right. escalated very quickly yeah. in a good way. That's kind of how I roll. Yes. Uh, I like you. All right, You're crazy, Alexis. but I like you. Thank you so much. Thank All right. You. Oh, man. We're going to get this thing going uh, with our first story of the night. And uh, and I got to tell you, we're gonna first we're going to address the elephant in the room, Hannah, so you can just go ahead and make fun Please, of me. Please, everyone, look at his glasses. Just shut up. I I'm mean, wearing glasses. I'm going to be honest with you. He needs better ones. Yeah. <laughs> and These I offered, like, I work at an optical place. I yeah. offered several times to help pay for this man's glasses. And by help pay, give me a good discount. I have realized that I have definitely hit the middle age mark. There's no, I can't get around it anymore. Mm. Like the average life expectancy is it 80 and I'm 40. It makes me so angry just, that when over. you have your phone at arm's length <laughs> and you're still squinting. Yeah. Help yourself, I, Mike Lee. I'm just Help saying, yourself. I have to have them. I finally, and look, they're all foggy and messed up because I don't ever wear them. And I'm because you sure, keep them on your floor. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I was over your house one time and on you're like, oh, hey, let me just grab these. And you pick them up off the floor. <laughs> Who are you? That's actually not a false story. I know. That, that really it's did not, happen. I was yeah. there. Uh, it's not It's not good. I, I'm just, you know what? I didn't want to accept that I'm getting older. I just Embrace didn't want it. to. Embrace so it. So I'm worried, though, like if my eyes are going bad, I can only imagine what's happening to my liver right now. Oh, no, um, that's gone. Yeah, you it's should, not going. You should have said yeah, goodbye. That, do do okay. they have reading glasses for your liver? No, I don't know. they don't. It's too uh, late. <laughs> all right. So I don't know if you know this. It's October 16th, and today is National Bosses Day. Woo! Yeah. Everybody out there loves their boss, right? <laughs> okay, I guess not. No. Uh, yeah, October 16th is National Bosses Day. It's actually a thing, apparently. No, it is. Uh, and to celebrate, a new survey found that two-thirds of people say that they would rather be managed by a robot than their current <laughs> boss. <laughs> is that not ridiculous? They would rather be managed by a robot. A robot. I don't know how that would work, but it may be better than some people's bosses. Now, what reasoning would you think that people want to be managed by a robot? What, what would be their reasoning? Because they're not dicks? <laughs> That's probably number one, okay. yeah. But actually, no, the number, <laughs> the number one reason is because they think that they would trust the robot more. Shut up. Yeah, they would trust the robot more well, I guess than an actual person. Well, I guess because they have person. no human feelings, so yeah. they wouldn't be manipulative yeah. or vindictive. Right. I don't know, but they, they say know. that they would trust the robot more. Also, another survey says that about half of us have actually quit a job over a bad boss. And if you're under 34, Hannah, uh, <laughs> that number actually goes up to nearly 60%. So with that in mind, mm -hmm. tell us about your bad boss, Hannah. Who have so you had that was I, a bad listen, boss? I thought I had the greatest bosses, and I usually do. My bosses are amazing. But I started to think about like my first job. I worked yeah. at a retail store. And I was 17 at the time, and I had mm -hmm. a lot of different other high school friends that worked there, whatever. And there was a supervisor that was like 33 or something, yeah. and he used to always invite the minor girls like to his house for parties. And I was like, oh, that's wildly inappropriate. But at the time, I was just like, I'm a good person. I'm not going to go drink. <laughs> um, but no, he was probably a terrible boss. So you're saying that you were Me Too'd before the yeah, Me Too movement. Before it was, you know, popular. <laughs> before, before no, their popular. Me Too is uh, 18th century. All right. <laughs> I'm going to tell you about, um, and I actually talked about this on our regular radio mm -hmm. show this morning. 
but I'm going to tell you about the time that I got fired by a horrible boss. Tell me. Okay, this is kind of a long story about me and, and where I grew up and how, and how I grew up. But uh, when I was about 12 years old, my father decided he wanted to open a business. Mm-hmm. And the business that he was going to open was in Las Vegas, out in Vegas, all right? So he moved the entire family out to Las Vegas. Vegas, baby, Vegas! Yeah, Vegas. Woo! We're going to Vegas, baby! <laughs> but we went out to Las Vegas at the age of 12, mm-hmm. and uh, we were only there for all of two years. But I don't know, how many of you out there, by round of applause, have ever been to Vegas before? Anybody out there ever been to Vegas? Not a single soul in the whole bar? Oh, Lord. Wow! We're depressed. I'm I, like, I know. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm shocked. Um, that's like usually a vacation hotspot for people. Mm. But we uh, we lived there for two years and I was in middle school at the time. And in Las Vegas, when they handle money, they don't hand it back and forth. Like you go over there to the casino at, in uh, Tampa and you'll learn that they don't hand you money. They set the money down on the counter and slide it across to you. Right. Because they don't, the cameras are watching at all times. Yeah. And in Las Vegas, that is such a strict rule that they do that at the middle school cafeteria. No, they do yes, not. Yes, they do. <laughs> That's 100% true. They are literally preparing you for life. Yeah, exactly. In Vegas. Exactly. So <laughs> I grew up there. Well, I, was, I didn't grow up there, but I lived there for all of my middle school years. And when I came back here, mm-hmm. uh, it, was the, it was kind of the process of putting the money on the table and sliding across. Well, yeah. I took a job at Captain D's. <laughs> and uh, Captain D's, great, great restaurant. I love it. It was fi- fantastic. It was like one of my very first jobs. And, uh, and I worked for a year as the fry guy. And uh, I got to tell you, my girlfriend loved me coming home at the end of the <laughs> night. Smelling like fried fish <gasps> and seafood. Oh, buddy. Please stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I smelled like uh, Mons Venus in Tampa. It was terrible. Uh, oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> it, was, it was not good. So, so anyway, so I worked for a year as the fry guy Mm -hmm. and the whole time the boss was just a jerk. He hated me. He hated me. Like this, that, and the other. Mike, you suck, you suck, you suck. Here's the thing. He was also African-American or black or uh, a person of color or whatever the Mm -hmm. thing is anymore. I don't know. Politically correct. Whatever the PC term is. But uh, he was an African-American boss and he hated me. And one day I uh, finally got promoted by the assistant manager to working the cashier. Look at you. I'm a 16 year old and I worked my way up to being a cashier. I was like, woo! You were so making excited. money. Moves, I was making literally. 25 cents more <laughs> an hour. It was awesome. <laughs> I went from like five dollars to like five dollars and twenty-five cents. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, I am like I said, uh, I am trained in this slide the money across the counter vibe, right? So I'm working, a couple of weeks go by, whatever, and another African-American, a customer, comes to the counter, makes his order, Mm -hmm. and I put the money, he put his change on the counter and slid it across. Like I've been doing for weeks at this job, and he said, put the money in my hand. And I said, well, it's right there. And he said, no, you put the money in my hand. And I said, it's it's right there. (laughs) There's your $3 or whatever. Yeah. And then he cried that I was a racist. Oh, no. And so I got fired. Yeah. That I got fired from my job. That is an incredibly sad face moment. I got fired from my job. Couldn't they just like look at the cameras and see that you'd been doing that for weeks? I <laughs> it was like 1994 or we're something like that. Were cameras not invented then? I mean, <laughs> they might have had them. <laughs> But my point being is that this boss who just he just hated me and he fired me because I was a racist, quote unquote, because I 
did what the way that they could have gotten learned. character witnesses. Like I don't know what. I, all I know is uh, I got fired. I'm gonna be honest. They just wanted to get rid of you, and this was the moment they were like, <laughs> "This is it." They're like, "You are out of <laughs> here, can sir. Do it. Yeah. You are out of here." All oh. right. Uh, so there you have it. There you go. That's our. That's our. Well, our great bad for, horrible yeah, I was about to say, story. bringing yeah. the mood down. Whatever. We're gonna cry <laughs> over my wallet for a moment. <laughs> Uh, all right, so we just talked about my minimum wage job. We mm-hmm. just talked about your minimum wage job. Yeah. Uh, now I have this story here. Uh, this is according to Deadspin. Here are the best minimum wage. Oh my gosh! Look. <gasps> oh, you are the best. It's Alexis. Oh my gosh! Give another shot of you, God. beautiful, beautiful lady. Oh, oh is this happening right now? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, okay, here's what's worse about these glasses yeah. that I've just realized. <laughs> I, I don't just need reading glasses. I need bifocals. Yeah. Yeah, it's even worse. It's even yeah. worse. Because I have, to, I have to put them on the end of my nose yeah. like a damn wizard. <laughs> it's horrible. This is the worst You've ever. only done this to yourself. This is the worst age to be And I don't feel bad for you. This is the worst age to be at. I've, Why? I've like told this, you for at least like, a year and a half, <laughs> do it. It's going to get worse. Everything was it's going fine. great until right now. That's like, it happened. Really? Yeah, it just until happened. Until now. The first time I okay. wore reading glasses in public. Yeah. Oh All right. Well, cheers, uh, Hannah. Cheers. And thank you, Alexis and Old thank Camp for the so shot. Thank you so much. Okay. So, uh, here are the, according to Deadspin, I have here a okay. list of the best minimum wage jobs. Mm-hmm. And I just want to... <laughs> I just want to ask you if you've ever heard of anybody that you know doing these. Okay. Number five, a marijuana dispensary clerk. Not a one. Not a single person. <laughs> Not this, a dispensary You know clerk. somebody out there? Oh, yeah. Oh, we got girl. one person who's like, I got this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, number four, a minimum wage job, a private limo driver. What? Who does that? And who if you says, get, you know what? I want a great minimum wage job. I'm going to go be a private limo driver. Yeah. Number three, a house or a babysitter. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. I I know plenty of those. Yeah. Mm -hmm. People that can do that. Yeah. Number two is a dog walker. Mm. This is. You know what? I know. We know a professional dog walker. I do. But here's here's why (laughs) I think that this list is so ridiculous because these are not regular jobs. These are the Mm -hmm. jobs of like 2019. Nobody yeah. that I knew was working as a marijuana dispensary there clerk. There is no way, obviously, <laughs> legally, yeah. that that was happening. Nobody that I know at the age of 16 or 17. And I think of minimum wage jobs as being like, you know, 16, 17, high school jobs. The crappiest jobs. jobs available. The number one minimum wage job, blackjack dealer or roulette wheel spinner. This is not a realistic It list. can't be a real list. It can't be. But I'll be honest, my dad did really, really want me to be a um, blackjack dealer, like as a full-time job. Really? When I was like 26 Why didn't you do it? I don't know. I was just like, uh, this has got benefits. And he's like, they got benefits and they will give you their money. I should have listened to him. <laughs> yeah, you should that have. Was the fr- but I was like, you know, yeah, you never you- want to listen to your parents. So what was your first <laughs> job? What was your first job? I was working at a retail store. That was your first that job? That was my first job. Where the guy was trying to get you guys to yes. go to parties and stuff? Yeah, I know. You I were was, 16. I was very spoiled. I didn't have, they didn't say, hey, at 14, start bagging groceries. <laughs> Shout out to Publix. But no, that was the first time. And I only did it because I was like, mm, I guess I want jeans occasionally. Wow. <laughs> uh, my, first, uh, my first job was working at a roller skating rink. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. Of I was course. 14, and I was the, the floor guard and the DJ. Oh, my 
gosh. So I was the guy up there going, ladies and gentlemen, this next skate will be for an all skate in the regular skating direction. Oh that my was me. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. You are so <laughs> delightfully cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> but I wish I was this there. This next skate will be for a reverse skate in the reverse <laughs> skating direction. Yeah. Couples, it's time to come out. And then they're like, everybody come on out and do the hokey pokey. Oh Here we go. My oh, yeah. Gosh. All of that. I had to lead the hokey pokey, like all of that stuff. At but 14? I will say, at 14. Because if you had a worker's permit uh, in Oklahoma at the age of 14, you could get a job. And guess how much I made an hour? A dollar. Three dollars and oh. 35 cents an hour. <laughs> Yeah. Woo! Yes. Oh my God! Wrecking it up. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. Fantastic. <laughs> and I will say that I did have my first sexual experience there. Please, for the love of God, no. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm just telling the truth. Yeah, all no, right? no, no, no. Tell it. I was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we obviously all want to hear it. <laughs> I don't. Do you? Do you not want to hear it? All right. Well, no, we no, don't no, have no. To no, no. You've already brought it up. We're hearing it. No, it was just. A, it wasn't even like a big deal. Mm. Oh, the, oh, the, what is the, what is the hand? That in the air? I think I that, means that means we want to hear it. Does that mean we do want to hear it uh, or don't want to hear it? Because uh, oh, is that too much? Okay, that <laughs> too now much, I'm confused too much, by that TMI, one. TMI, yeah, TMI. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's leave it to the imagination. I'll tell you what. Just just email us at uh, cryinginmycar <laughs> at gmail.com and I'll tell you if you want to know. Uh, no. <laughs> tell you all the juicy deets. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty awesome. Now I will say that uh, that first sexual experience did not involve actual sex. Okay, that's great. Yeah. For you. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. I mean, now everybody. Oh is that TMI okay, again? Okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to say it, just say it. No, I'm, I'm just yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. like, if you were wondering yeah. if I got laid at a skating rink at 14, <laughs> that didn't happen. Right. That didn't happen. I'm no. glad that you clarified that. Thank you. Everyone was very interested. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One more story in the uh, wallet category. Uh, the U.S. economy, they say, is getting, like, a little bit worse. Like, everybody's worried about about a recession coming. I don't know if you heard about of this. Of course. But yeah, I'm in the stock market and my stocks suck right now. They mm -hmm. suck, I'm telling you. And uh, and and it, it, it's because people are worried about a recession. Yeah. Trade war with China. Uh, but if the small breweries have anything to do with it, there will be no ex recession. <laughs> According to this story, uh, spending in bars and restaurants is actually key as a key indicator of U.S. economic health. And to this end, yearly sales are up 17% with most breweries. So isn't that awesome? Yes, that That's means amazing. we're not going into a recession. That means it's because of people like us. It literally means because of everybody sitting in this bar mm -hmm. right now, this country is going to survive. Woo! Yeah, You're doing it. Woo! Oh, hold on. There it is. Yes. Yes. Uh, <sighs> so as long as you keep drinking and coming and visiting a place like Barrel 239 and buying Old Camp whiskey, uh, mm -hmm. this country is going to survive. You're All right. You're going to be in a good place. <laughs> let's talk about, uh, let's cry over my women for a little bit. Here we go. This is a, a moment where you get to take love advice and hear about random stories about women uh, in my life and from around the world. And I start with a married woman in Canada who cannot take back gifts, a married man rather, who can't take back gifts that he gave his mistress because just because his wife found out about the affair. A judge has <laughs> finally ruled. Yeah. Have you guys heard about this? 
So there's a, a, a guy in Canada, married. Mm-hmm. He meets this woman. He uh, he says, hey, you know, let's get together. Let's go out and, and we're going to have some fun. Yeah. And, and it starts Take an affair. Yeah. Well, uh, the wife found out about it. And she demanded that the mistress return a $1,000 ring and fork over $5,000 in cash because the husband gave her free car repairs for 10 years. What? 10 years, by the way. That's how long this little affair went on. 10 yeah. years? 10 whole years. Uh, the other They're, woman mm-hmm, the mm. other woman initially sent a check for $800, but took it back after becoming uh, enraged by the wife's demands and said, no way. So they ended up taking her to court, and the judge ruled that uh, no, these were all clearly alone or uh, gifts, not loans. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason why she should have to pay it back, and that's and that's it. You know that's right. Now hold on a second. <laughs> Obviously, it's terrible. Do we have any married women in the crowd tonight at all? Mary, we got at least one. I see one. Hey, queen. Married married ladies, make some noise. Anybody out there? No. All right. Oh, we got yes. a couple. There yes. they are. Well, let me ask you this. As married women, if you found out that your husband was sleeping around and bought a bunch of gifts for the mistress and he used the money that you guys made together, would you not demand to get some of that money back? I'd kill him. I'd kill him. <laughs> I was about to say, it's uh, a majority of the man's fault. So. Yeah. But who do you go after? That's the question. Do you go after him or her? You 1,000% go after him. But what about Absolutely. her? She's, she's also at fault because she was mm-hmm. like, oh, you're married? That's cool. Just don't tell nobody. Mm-hmm. And I'll take all these gifts. That's totally fine. Oh, my no. God. I see something <laughs> coming to us. <laughs> Alexis is in the house. Oh, my gosh. Alexis, jump are you married? I, I heard you say something. I'm getting divorced. Oh, oh girl, is it because of a mistress situation? Not no, to get he's too just deep. An, can I cuss on you? Yeah, yeah. He's just on. an asshole. Woo! <laughs> Good for you, girl. Yes. So, so if you found out that your man of how how long were you together? Five years too long. Five years too <laughs> long. Wow. If you found out that he was buying gifts for another woman, would you want some of that money back? Um. And we're talking I'd just set him on fire guys. and be done with it. Oh, oh, Thank wow. Thank you. <laughs> All but, right. But you would oh, also yeah. demand it of him, not of her, right? Because Plus, I run the bank account. I'd just take it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Ah, we're great. dealing with a badass here. I know. Holy and crap. We, and she just brought us our third I shot know. of peach pecan. All right. I Thank mean, you, you very said much. when I had a minute. Yeah, yes, I love all. it. Thank you be so careful. much. I respect <laughs> you. Give her a big round of applause. Oh, my God, man. We're going to be hammered before the second episode even starts. We're supposed to do two episodes. Oh, there's two? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, oh, there's two. All right. Next story here in Crying Over My Women. Oh, God. I just poked myself in the eye. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) See, I don't even know how to do this. Uh, Woman who demanded oral sex from boyfriend gets a plea deal. Oh, I'm interested in this. Wait, what? Hold on a second. A woman accused I'm paying of, attention now. <laughs> a woman accused of striking her boyfriend with a belt when he refused her demands for oral sex has reached a plea agreement. Sounds Her name is Ann Perino. <laughs> her name is Ann Perino. She was originally sentenced last month to 3 years in prison on a felony assault charge. She's a very classy lady. Yeah, she she said I want oral sex. <laughs> boyfriend said no. She beat him with a belt. That's what happens. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. If you don't do what I say, you get beat with a belt apparently 
Uh, but a judge has agreed to stay the sentence and return for a new deal of five years probation. Her deal also demands that she avoid contact with the man involved. Really? Obviously. I'm shocked. So no I'm more, shocked. Yeah, no more requesting any oral sex. So, oh, my gosh. Uh, here's the question. Have you ever gotten into a fight over sex? Has anybody ever gotten into a fight over? Look at Alexis in the back. Alexis is our is oh our. Oh my gosh, right? I love like she you has are actually my gotten spirit into animal, a fight and I love you. Sex. Has anybody else ever gotten into a fight over sex? Have you not? What? Oh wait, are you saying are that you, you have? Absolutely. Oh, do tell. <laughs> mm. I want to know. I literally, within the past like four years, I had a boyfriend where he lived at home with his parents. Uh, Red flag number one, everyone. Uh, d av avoided it. We yeah. used to have to hook up in like JCPenney parking lots. Oh, God. Like uh, random hotel parking oh, lots. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So one night, all the parking lots were, um, you know, crowded. And I was like, listen, I know this church that's nearby. Uh-huh. Um, and so I know it's terrible. I know it's terrible, but it, it wasn't in Wait the church. Minute. It wasn't in the church. It wasn't in the parking lot. It was in a <laughs> lake by the church. Okay. Um, the Lord forgives all. And, you heard a collective um, yeah, gasp yeah, from the I audience. Know, I know. It's like, terrible. I know. I know. So that's why I'm going to purgatory. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm a genuinely nice person. Anyways, so we were in the, uh, by the church, like uh, by right, a little yeah, sure. man-made mm -hmm, lake, mm -hmm. whatever. And he just, it wasn't happening for him. And I was so upset because we could only see each other for the next two weeks that one time. And I was like, okay, we're done. You're not feeling it. Really? Oh, really? So you yes. like broke up with him because I, he couldn't perform no, is what no, you're saying. Like we, I didn't break up with him then. Uh, that happened, you know, like four months later when it should have. I should have just done but you it got, then. But you did uh, get into a big fight. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, am I not good enough for you? I'm not sizing enough. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I'm not sexy enough for you for this Wait, you're not turning. You're not, I'm not, I'm not turning, turning you on in this voice right now. Oh, wow. It was absolutely, absolutely. I'm surprised you haven't. No, not over sex. you're I've a never, man. So, I mean, I'm yeah. also incredibly satisfying in the bedroom. <laughs> I just want to let everybody know that. I just I would never. I am a pleaser. I am definitely oh a pleaser. Oh, my God. Okay, um, so, so let's <laughs> move on. <laughs> it's time to cry over the general state of the world. Oh, my God. That is a great story, though. Yeah. Uh, as everybody knows, we like to do this with a little uh, game that we like to call Florida or Not Florida. Florida. Sunshine State. Uh, so, we need everybody in the audience to uh, collectively participate in this. I'm going to read you a headline, and then I'll ask you, do you think this story took place in Florida or not Florida? And by a round of applause, you'll just uh, chime in with your answer, all right? Okay. This is, uh, I do this bit because Florida Man gets such a bad rap. He you know does. What I mean? He really gets Florida bad Man, like, street cred. Across the nation, he is made fun of, he's ridiculed. But here's the thing. We're not the only idiots in the country, all right? There are tons <laughs> of us out there, and they're around the world, really. And so this is an opportunity for Worldwide Florida Man idiots. <laughs> yeah, to, to redeem himself, so to speak. All right, so we'll, go, we'll start with the first headline. Here's your headline. 20-year-old uh, busted for using a McLovin ID <laughs> to drink at a bar. Uh, How many of you, by round of applause, think that that story took place here in Florida? None of them. Oh, wait, we got one. All right. Uh, how many of you think that that story did not take place in Florida? 
There we go. And guess what? You guys would be right. Yes. <laughs> this actually took place in Iowa. It was a 20-year-old guy named uh, Daniel Burleson. He was at a bar in Iowa City, Iowa, on Friday when the cops did a sweep through the check through the bar to check IDs. <laughs> and when Daniel gave them his real ID that showed that he was only 20 years old, they spotted his fake ID, which was also in his wallet, like that right is next to his. Such a badass move <laughs> for no, you to even. What? For you to even think you're gonna get away with that? No, to... he he did. He had it in his wallet, <laughs> right next to his regular ID. How stupid do you have to no, be? No, but that's what I'm saying. Is he, was, he was so confident. He just exuded you so much confidence. <laughs> no. I would follow him anywhere. Uh, anyway, they spotted the they spotted the fake ID, and it wasn't just any fake ID. It was a Hawaii driver's license with the name McLovin. With a picture of McLovin on it. Now, if you guys don't know I the uh, the Super reference, bad. that's from Superbad. It's a movie, yeah. Uh, so there you go. All right, here comes your second headline. Woman arrested for wearing bikini that was too small. How many of you, by round of applause, think that took place in Florida? We got Damn a couple, me. all right. Anybody who thinks it took did not happen in Florida? You never cheer Nobody. Wow. I, you don't you never, I mean, it's accepted well, in Guess Florida. what? It did not happen in Florida. Woo! No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did not happen in Florida. This actually happened in the Philippines. It was in the Philippines. I know. What? There was a 26-year-old woman named uh, Lin Su Ting. <gasps> Oh, you did Lin so well. Su Ting. Okay, don't do that. Lin you, Su Ting. You yeah. did great. She before. got arrested because some Ting Wong. What? No. No. I no good? Hate you. No good? <laughs> I straight hate you. I don't, I don't know. I just... uh, anyway, <laughs> she's from. Oh my God. Okay, continue, <laughs> please. <laughs> she is from Taiwan oh and she was on vacation in the Philippines last week with her boyfriend. Uh, she went out to a beach, uh, a beach in a very, very tiny bikini. Ooh, and la, I know la. that girls like to wear small bikinis at the at the beach. One, to show off the bod. But two, because you get a lot of sun. You know, you want to get as much sun as possible, mm -hmm. not have the tan lines. I get right. it. But this girl was wearing, seriously, a string bikini. And when I say a string bikini, I mean a spaghetti strap everywhere. Not just in the front. Oh. But also in the back. That's I, right, baby. I haven't seen the photos. I'm excited about it. I like it. So you, I think this should be a thing here in America. <laughs> no. I don't. I'm okay. No. All right. <laughs> uh, obviously, the resort was like, "Hey, you're not. You're showing off a little bit too much. Right. You're getting a little lippy, if I can say that." Oh <laughs> my God, man. <laughs> We're back to the straight up hatred. Like, I, I can't take uh, it. So, so oh they said, you can't goodness. wear that. And she did it anyway. So she ended up getting arrested. All right. Here comes your last. <laughs> here comes your last story. Cop tells man to stop calling 911 because his roommate stole his weed. Do you think that happened oh. in Florida? Make some noise. Yes. All right. Anybody think it did not happen in Florida? Okay. You are right. Absolutely. There you go. So smart. Yeah, so smart. A man in Florida thought that his uh, uh, Saturday night was ruined after his roommate <laughs> stole his weed, and so he wanted the cops to know about it. So he called 911 multiple times. He's so smart. Here's the thing, though, is I guess because mer medical marijuana is legal, I don't know, but the cops didn't go and arrest him. A sheriff's deputy actually just called him and said, hey, bro, 
Stop calling us and telling us. That Are you serious? I'm 100% serious. You, he just, no. He posted the video on Twitter. The the deputy. You, you know where this didn't happen? <laughs> where? Polk County. Right. No, it was Grady not in Polk County. Because Grady would be up in no. there with 25 to... cop cars. <laughs> like, let me see that dime back. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. We usually like to do a little good news story before we end things. And so I'll rush through this really fast because we are late already. Uh, Florida man drives a 1948 tractor across the U.S. to support the veteran. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. that is awesome. I like that. This is a, a story that where I Florida man is really out there. He's, yes. he's really earning his uh, respect in the community. Street it's a cred. Florida, Florida resident. His name is C. Ivan uh, Stolfus. Stolfus. Stol Do you think that's right? I know a Stolfus. You know so it's Stolfus. And there's a Z in the middle of it's it? It's Stolfus. Because I know Nick Stolfus, who's from Blountstown, Florida. And, the Z and I know him. The it's Z is Stolfus. silent. It's, that's not Stolfus. It's Stolfus. All right, whatever. Let's call Nick Stolfus right now. <laughs> Let's call him. Because I got his number. Uh, he drove his <laughs> modified 1948 John Deere tractor 5,500 miles across the country to support veterans. Uh, he did it, and the tractor only went about 14 miles per hour. Oh, my Which gosh. means that if he drove straight through for 5,500 miles, if he drove straight through without stopping, it would take him a little over two weeks to do that. And That's amazing. And did it amazing. all to raise money for Absolutely. Operation Second Chance, which provides emergency financial help to wounded veterans. So that's pretty that awesome. That is so cool. And there you have it, everybody. That's our, our good news story to end the podcast. We like to, you know, we tell you about all of the messed up stuff that's happening in the world. And then we bring it all home. And on a good note. Just to let you know that there is hope out there. <laughs> that there, there is hope for us. It's not all doom as a race. Room. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> uh, one more time, thank you to everybody at Barrel 239 for coming out here Woo! to the whiskey tasting. Thank you guys so much. It is awesome to be here. Uh, we're going to do one more episode, so please stick around. And uh, for all of those of you who are listening at home, Please subscribe to Crying in My Car on Patreon. Patreon. This is a sister podcast to Crying in My Car. If you subscribe on Patreon, that means you'll get all of our bonus episodes. Awesome. And uh, we'll get to keep doing things like this. So thank you guys so much. And we'll see you next time on Crying in My Bar, a podcast for drinkers. Woo! Everybody, make some noise one more time for Hannah. I love you so much.